Uh, Sepulveda scored nine goals last season and thought only four. That, that that tells you all you need to know. Like, why would you do that? Like, who in their right mind does that? And that's 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 I think that's that's what bugs the fans. And I've said it before. Like, if we had a shitty team, I I would I would appreciate if the coach at the very least used the best that we do have. Like, what we have is what we have. Okay, if the directiva didn't want us to start making more. Hey, what's up? Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Cruz Azul Analysis, the podcast. This is Ivan, and I'm here with Jess. Yo, what's up, you guys? And we're back to talk about what happened, the first game of the of the long-anticipated debut of this brand-new team. Um, Jess was actually there, so hopefully he can, he can give us uh, some details throughout the episode of what the vibe was out there to actually be there in person. And, you know, first and foremost, we're glad that he's back. He's back and he got here safe and he didn't get kidnapped over there or anything or robbed or anything, I hope. <laughs> so, you know, um, glad he's back. And, yeah, so, so I mean, um, it happened. We we lost on, at our debut back at home. Um how how were the people behaving in the stadium throughout the game, Jess, even, you know, considering uh, the fact that we lost or we were losing? I know that I've seen a couple videos on, uh, and I think you told us about how after, after Pachuca's goal, you know, the, the crowd kept singing and supporting and chanting. Um, how long did that last? Oh, I mean... For, for, first and foremost, thank you for your words. You know, I appreciate that. You know, I really appreciate your words, bro. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, no problem. Nah, you know, like, dude, like, uh, the most Cruz Azul thing for us is that as soon as we get scored on, like, dead silence. You know, like, that's the most Cruz Azul thing to expect, especially at the Estadio Azul. Like, what? Like, uh, the nightmares, you know, like, the place yeah. where we lost all our finals. Where the flashbacks. We, yeah you know and like not nah, like i feel like um people want like have that little that little itch you know that that the revanche kind of uh, feeling you know like it's like all right like we're back at our old home like um the directiva is doing their best as far as like the remodeling because i think like two weeks before it was like doo-doo you know like it was it wasn't mm-hmm. like a, a stadium for first division football you know so um yeah, but as far as like like everything about the stadium and the fans, I feel like everyone was just happy to be there, you know? I feel like everyone was just, it was just like, if you were there, like, it, it was like the happiest time, you know? And Oh, uh, definitely, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure how the motorcycle came out. Um, there, there was like, I kind of felt like, um, like a little too early. I felt like it was a little too early to like do it like um, at kickoff, you know, because... Mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, if we would have done it, like, maybe, like, minute 60, you know, like, already, like, people in their seats, I felt like it would have looked, like, um, a lot nicer. I, I think I've only seen, like, one picture where it was, like, fully, like, 
built, mm-hmm. but but overall it was it was nice. You know, it was nice. I felt like the fans were were happy to be there. I felt that it wasn't like that negativity. I I do know that um, people got criticism, and I, I like something that you spoke about on Twitter about it, where it was like, oh, mm-hmm. like. Um, about the Escobar thing, you know, like people were were um, screaming out Escobar. Um, uh-huh. We'll talk a little bit more as as we go on, as far as like why why, but um, yeah, the 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 fans, I felt like they didn't fail, you know. I felt like the team let us down. I felt like the fans the fans didn't, you know, the fans did what they had to do. They were there. They were chanting. They didn't stop from minute one till minute ninety. You know, so um, even after like leaving the stadium, like people were still happy. I felt like it's just like no other place like home. You know? No, yeah, yeah. I get to the the. So, I guess what I was asking is like, at the end of the game, obviously no one likes to lose. So at the end of the game, um, was it? A bunch of booze, a bunch of negative feeling, or, or was that only a section of the of the of the stadium? Because you know what they show us, the people that weren't there, is you know whatever. I don't know if that's what they want us to see, or if that's how it was, or um, I mean, I could imagine the people were upset, but was it to that degree? I saw that they were <laughs> throwing fucking beers at Anselmi and shit. Um, I can't, you know, like I said, I, I, I wouldn't do it personally. You get me, um, uh, for, in La Jornada Uno, you get me. I remember I went, I went over to, to the Estadio Azteca and we were fucking getting spanked at halftime by Monterrey and I was pissed at I know so, and I told them some shit, but I'm going to throw my beer at him. And, but then it had been like three fucking consecutive games that we just been like playing like shit. You get me? But with the first, with the first you know, game, uh, I wouldn't go to that extent to to be trying to throw stuff at, at our new coach. I think I think that was uncalled for, but you give me I understand that I, I guarantee you those people those people were more than likely inebriated and when you're drunk, you know, you just you don't give a fuck and you do shit like that. You get me? So but they're they're upset. They were excited. They, there was a big hype. Um I think record the the fucking first post of the day was you know, a, a quote from Anselmi saying he was hungry for, you know, for this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it just, it just, it's the worst possible thing that could have happened for Krasul because of um, the news that we got a little, like what, two, three days before the game about um, a disagreement between Juan Escobar and the new coach and Escobar's basically out. He said, fuck this, you're not going to respect me. And the coach said, well, you're not going to respect me and I'm the boss. So, yeah, and I think the directiva has backed the coach, and which I think is correct. I think that, you know, uh, you should respect, you know, ask for respect for the person that you put in charge of, of these people. Um, and you should back them up and give them your confidence. Um, all that I do know and will say and what i've said before is that this team uh anselmi has no excuse he built this team um 
whatever happens happens and it's gonna we don't we're not gonna blame this we're not gonna blame the the directiva we're not gonna know it's all on sending you give me my understanding is he this is this is how he thinks he can make a winning team so we expect to see a winning team um who's to say with escobar we were gonna be any better i know but the fact is that he a respected captain or quote-unquote captain of the fan base because he was there with La Novena had a great tournament up until La Novena uh he was he was basically looking like he was gonna be that dude with experience in the back line he was gonna be the the guy you know who's stepping up after Corona to really make that make those big decisions and be the voice of 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 the team and so for him specifically it could have been anybody it could have been um it could have been you know rivero maybe i think rivero also had had a good tournament in la novela but i mean i think people like escobar more than rivero um so you know i i think that because of that the fans are going to latch on to that to to point that out when the, whenever the team does bad because of their love for Escobar um, and the nostalgia that he brings, the the fans every time it goes bad for us, they're gonna say, "Oh, see, you fucked up. You should have kept Escobar. Why these guys? You know, blah blah blah." Yeah, um, going back to a little bit of what you were saying as far as like the booing, I felt like the booing was mainly towards um, Biovi. Biovi, you know, he fucked up in the in the one and only goal that uh, Pachuca scored on us. But other than that, um, I would say like the fans left. You know, like I guess they were just happy. You know, they were just happy. They they were there wasn't like oh like that discontent of like oh fuck like we lost and it's over. You know, like but I do understand that the exigencia right now is is at its max. You know, like it's when the title it's a bust you know and i feel like mm-hmm. this team's in construction but at the same time it's like how how do we expect to give this coach um this kind of uh, uh exigencia when the reality is like these players are how long like a year maybe at most mm-hmm. like who, who who's our longest player like um uh, rivero so i mean only three years in the club like most of these other teams like they they have players that have been in the squad for years you know so it's going to be a a definite uh, challenge yeah i think i think that i mean to be honest like it's been exaggerated um like i said i think we were just hyped to see uh a win at our home once again and that's the i think it was just a mixture of all the of the whole situation um the hype around this first game, the hype to see a new coach, new team, new strategy, new formation, no more Linea de Cinco. And then all of a sudden, boom, the Escobar thing. I think people were just hoping that, okay, we're gonna start off on the right foot. We're like we're we're not we're not gonna be that old Cruz Azul that just everything doesn't nothing works out for us. Like this is a new era. Everything's gonna go right. The coaches and the directiva have made the right decisions. And then boom, you know, um, I don't know, to be honest, like I watched the game. Um, I could have maybe been a little biased to the 
to the to this guy Piovi because apart from what I read about him, um, the comentaristas were really going in on him. I I remember when Paco Villa was like, you know, this guy, regardless of the controversy or not, he's ass. You get me? And I I thought that was funny, and I I think I believed it for a second. I was like, man, like. And I thought about Escobar, and I was like, dude, like imagine having these guys and 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 knowing that you're playing that you could play better than these guys, um, and the coach still doubting that, or the coach still saying. So I think he did feel offended because I, I think that even if Dita or Piobi are are somehow better than Escobar, it's very little. I mean, it's it's not like they're, you know, something crazy. It's just a very minimum above Escobar's level, so so I think he felt disrespected, and I don't know, maybe maybe we would feel the same if someone came and you felt uh, that you were just as good or even better than these people, and I think his mistake was was getting letting that that narrative that was being uh, put out before the season as soon as they announced Alonso, um, that narrative that these players are just there. Um, for negocios that from the people that brought him there, so he's probably you know just like if it's true that he told something along those lines to to Anselmi, you know like oh is it because I'm not part of your little deal? Like if if uh, that's the case, you know that's a pretty that's a pretty serious accusation. You get me? If I was if I got hired as a supervisor or or a manager, um. And people were were saying that I was a crooked person, or that, you know, blah blah blah. People were saying stuff about me, and then one of my one of the, my one of my workers under me says some shit like that to me. I would I would do the same shit. And said to me, they would be like, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put up with that. It's either him or me. You know I me? Mean? I don't I don't have to put up with that. Um, and I think that's what happened. So. I think that at the end of the day, if Escobar stays, it's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna have to apologize. I mean, he has to he has to apologize. You know, like it's a disrespect to your to your superior. And what I, what I criticize a little bit about Escobar is like, why why couldn't you just wait it out? You know, like it's like mm-hmm. like the lineup. I think even in the press conference. Um, Atzelmi pretty much says like, "Hey, you know what? Um, like my team's not built yet. Like Friday night, that's when I'm gonna decide what who's gonna start. You know, like, and I mean, bro, it's preseason. Like any any club in preseason, like you know, like okay, like like maybe I'm not gonna get like enough game time, but it's it's normal. You know, like um, you have like those 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 um caliber of." Of matches for that you know to try out other players to try out like different variations but to be honest i think escobar shot himself in the foot by just not like sticking around you know like you could have waited it out you could have seen like where things were gonna go and like for say like oh in the first three games like you don't play like speak up then like hey you know what like you don't count with me like i feel that it's good for us yeah. to part ways and then just because um, the transfer window ends in February 1st, so you still have time, you know? Like, there's still time for you to, like, find another exactly. team. But for you to, like, yeah. do this, like, uh, in the first week, it's like, bro, like, what are you doing, you know? 
But I 100% agree with what you said. Yeah, bro. Like he could have, I mean, even let's say, even if, if he did start just like he started Saturday, um, I think what I've read online, bro, there's a lot of people actually defending POV. A lot of people are saying that apart from the fuck up, he was doing really good. Um, so even my dad, I was getting into it with my dad yesterday. Um, and he was saying that, that he, he liked POV. So I don't know if maybe, like I said, I was watching it with a biased view already. Um, but let's say with that fuck up, maybe on Sydney would have been like, okay, well, you know what? Next game, I'm going to start Escobar because POV fucked up. And, and then if Escobar did good, he probably would have won that position. You get me? Um, so who knows? I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, um, I, I guess let's start going into like, like how the team played or, or what happened. Why did we not win personally, dude? And I know you're probably not going to like it, but dude, what the fuck is up with Toro Fernandez? Like the guy did, didn't do anything and they've been practicing like this for for how long and what type of game he missed is the sitter he missed the sitter the one that yeah went, dude like, over the matter, matter of fact like from where i was sitting like i was right behind the the goal and it kind of looked like oh like it hit his hand so i was kind of like uh -huh. oh, okay like like they were like even if he would have scored it like they would have gotten a var and then from there like uh, uh -huh. like disallowed the goal but but now, like, I looked at the replay and I was like, damn, I can't believe this guy missed because it was such a, like, uh, an easy, an easy sitter, you know, like, it was just tap it in and, and we're good. I mean, and it's just feeling that fire with, with fight that's in, you get me? Like, like, he's even clowning on him in, in his, in his, in his report, you get me? There's $11 million right there, you get me? He, that's we can't give these people these tools to to attack us with you know POV Toro Fernandez they they're doing exactly what the media said was going to happen and it's it, it pisses me off and Anselmi should put a stop to that should be like yo you know what I'm not going to be what you guys predicted I'm going to you know I'm going to be this the winning coach but if if we step back and just pause for a minute it's not the fucking end of the world it's the first game you know when we won La Novela, we, we lost the first games. America lost the first games. It's not, I think it's just the people who were involved in it made this, it's controversial. You get me? It could have been Sepulveda and Escobar. If it would have been Sepulveda that, that blew that shit over the net, and if it would have been Escobar that uh, quiso despegar y se la dejó ese way, um, then there wouldn't have been much to talk about you get me but since it was the two motherfuckers in question i mean but that's just Krasul. we always we always have the odds against us and even 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 fate is sometimes against us and uh there's nothing we can do but uh get into that mindset like okay you know we're gonna learn from our mistakes and we're gonna we're gonna prove that we're not just a, a meme of a club like we're a serious team uh, I don't know why his game, the game saw didn't work out. To be honest, uh, there was a lot of possession. I, I definitely something that, you know, there was a lot of possession and a lot of offensive possession, meaning like it wasn't just possession and us having it in the back and passing it back. Like we had it from the midfield up, but there was just no, there was no, no, no penetration. There was no scheme to get into, get balls to Toro. There was nothing. There was no association in the middle right there. Uh, 
I thought Farovelli was supposed to, you know, be basically a second Charlie and and be more offensive. Um, and and uh, I didn't see him. I don't know if he was nervous. I, I I heard the stupidest comment um, on the on the live. Somebody said like, "Do you think?" La altura de la ciudad le está pesando a Farabelli. Bro, you guys know my standpoint on that. That they bring them over here. They're not they're not playing on the fucking moon. You get me? They're not playing in space. They're playing <laughs> they're playing in, in 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 on land. They're playing on land and they they didn't bring them from um Ecuador where they were playing soccer to Mexico to play tennis. They didn't bring them to play basketball. They brought them to play the same fucking shit they were doing over there. Well, these are professional athletes. What do you mean you you, you you're getting tired? You're like that's I don't I don't believe in that shit, bro. If you're a prof- how oh, how come Rondon didn't have any problem? You get me? No, yeah, he was he was, uh, he was pretty much like as far as like what you're saying. I mean, Ecuador and um and Mexico City, like they have like pretty much like the same the same altitudes. So, I mean, there's really like no. No difference in that, but you know, like the commentators, like they have their their own interest. You know, like they have their own interest in what they're they're paid to say. Because I mean, at the end of the day, if you hear the critics, like a lot of the things that they say, they they do it with a a sense like of to send shots. You know, like for example, like what you said about Piovi, like why is it that they hit Piovi so hard, but they never hit like players like Gata or Baca or or Corona like that, you get me? Like, why is it that that this guy gets so much hate, but when we had these other guys, like, you guys didn't, like, um, say anything? Yeah. And contrary, you know, like, they defended them with with spades, you know? And it's kind of like, well, they lose, they lose like, um, credibility, you know? I feel like they lose credibility. Um, recently, I don't know if, I, I think I mentioned it to you, I feel like a record is starting to be more pro Cruz Azul rather than like um rather than um like a a page that would throw shade at us because like historically like they've always been like haters against us you know like they've always found us as that mean club that you mentioned you know mm-hmm. but um, I think that that little lunch or breakfast that they had with like, Anselmi and Alonso uh, and uh, President Velasquez I feel like I don't know like. Um, I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Like they, he he became Velasquez spoke, spokesman. You know, like why, like why, why do why do we need that? You know, like it, and it's mm. an easy tell. Like you could tell right away that you know, like there's favoritism now towards us, and I feel like we don't need that. You know, I feel like we need like, favoritism. We just need like um, when we're doing bad, we're doing bad. You know, but when we're doing good, like like we 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 just need credibility. I don't know if you noticed it, but as I was watching, as soon as I started watching the game, I don't know if it's just me, bro, but I felt like like um, the refs were helping Cruz Azul a lot. They 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 would mark no fouls against us, bro. Like there was shit that I was like, oh, that's a foul, and no, they they wouldn't say shit. So I was kind of like, hmm, like it's a little weird. Like I I don't like I don't like that. Like you get me? I want I want to I want the team to win. In a, in a justifiable manner um and i didn't like that there was a lot of fouls that uh pachuca uh would get called on and Curazul would do the same shit and they wouldn't mark it so i was surprised when they when they called those that offsides on that goal but 
Um, I thought that the refs were in our favor for whatever reason. Was it just from the, was it an offside? Do you think or or no? I you know what? So, um, the game ended at seven, and I had a hockey game to go that started at seven. So around like six thirty, we took off from my pad, and uh, I was watching the game like on you know TikTok feeds or something like that. So it was uh it was really shitty quality, and you know I don't I didn't get too much into it um, after that. I just knew that we lost, but uh, it did it did look like a fuera de lugar from at first, but you know I don't I don't know I haven't I haven't gone back and and watched many replays of it. Yeah, it sucked. Like the stadium went like crazy, you know. Like the the fans were happy, and then like I felt like it was just like the most good sort of thing to happen, you know. Like we score a goal in the last minute, and then like mm-hmm. they disallow it, you know. And then especially like in our old stadium, like I feel like the nostalgia of it. It was just like damn, like this place really just doesn't sit well with us, you know. Yeah, and to be honest, bro, like and it's the same, like. Uh, I think we talked a little about Rondon. I'm not. I'm not saying he's a superstar, or nothing. But I, I mean, he was a Venezuela international. I had heard of him before. I thought he was dope. Uh, we had talked about him in the chats before. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how Pachuca does it. Look, look when they brought uh, fucking Honda. He. I mean, the little. The little he played, he, he did good, dude. He was fucking it up. You get me? And it's like, why? Why do you know? I find it pathetic that we brought the whole fucking new director deportivo, we brought the whole new coach, campeón sudamericano, recopa sudamericano, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, we brought their fucking Farabelli, no, we brought blah, 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 we brought Toro Fernandez, 11 million. And all Pachuca did was bring one old-ass player, Yacalado, and he and he, and he he scored and we did it with our whole, with a whole regeneration, rebirth, you know, the, the Phoenix rising out of the ashes back at Stadium Azul. Um, and we couldn't do shit. And all Pachuca had to do was bring one player. Like I've always said, and you could go back to tons of podcasts that we've done. All we need is one good player. Why, why just one good player could change a whole game for you. You get me? You don't need a, a bunch of random motherfuckers. Like, bring one good player and he's going to change the game for you. You know, we saw it with, uh, uh, like, people like... I know he didn't play a lot, but as soon as he touched the ball, you could tell the quality with Roque Santa Cruz. You get me? He was he was leagues above his opponents. Like, you get me? Um, just the experience... Um, and the the teams and leagues he's played in, it, 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 it makes it like, okay, you know, this is, look at Slatan in MLS. I mean, obviously Slatan is world-class, but, but shit like that, like Carlos Vela in MLS, you get me played in La Liga. It's just, when you, when you downgrade league, you should fuck it up. You should, it should be cake to you. So why not bring a guy, even if he's old, bro, even if he's an old, an old, I'd rather, like I, like I said before, I'd rather have a 35-year-old ex-world-class striker than a 23-year-old goleador de, de, de la Liga Chilena. You get me? I don't, and they probably are going to cost you about the same. If you get, I heard Pachuca got that motherfucker free. Not literally. Obviously, they're paying him his wages, but, like, they didn't have to buy him out. Yeah, well, he ended his contract with River to, to go to Pachuca. But, I mean, like, I feel like at times, there's like sometimes where we just don't 
we just don't like how would you say it we're not happy with what we get you know like we spend 11 million on on somebody and we criticize it we get somebody for free and we criticize it like um obviously Salomon Rondon he's a he's a top class player and like there's a reason why he played in La Liga there's a reason why he played in the Premier League you know and there's a reason why like he's like one of the the best Latin American strikers uh of right now you know like he's right now like on I'm not going to say in his prime because he's not in his prime but if he was he wouldn't be here you know yeah and exactly. I feel like I feel like there's good players but they just don't they just don't come to us you know because of the business because of the like whatever it is they just don't come here you know and I feel like Roque Santa Cruz was more of a miss than a hit because on the pitch when he did play like he was good but like it's kind of useless to have a player of his class like when he's not there you know like he's yeah. he's injured and I felt like, like that the, was the that was the issue with them yeah like uh fucking Canales right now in Monterrey you get me there's no there's no point bro imagine how pissed he would have been if he would have signed a player of like 15 mil like him just to have him like injured every single week like could you imagine that and then you're paying like almost seven million dollars uh a year for him like in his wage yeah i would have been pissed bro um yeah no i mean like going back to what you said oh would you they don't they, they get someone free you guys criticize they get they play them a million you guys criticize but we criticize because they don't work out bro you give me they, they have they have a shitty selection you get me um why can't we be someone how come santos constantly gets players that are unknown from south america and they're great for league mx and why tell me what's the difference because they don't have the same exigencia as us bro they, uh, they come with the they come with the a level of comfort you know like they come they play like if they win the league great but if they don't like nothing happens like the fan base is on on top of their ass you get me and here it's different. It's like they said, you know, during during the um, the twenty three year drought. Like every time a player would come, right away, what was the first question that they would ask, bro? Remember, what was the first thing that they would ask? Like, oh, are you are you here to break the drought, or or what are you here for? You know, like it, it's it's hard to it's hard to say. Like as far as um, why other players in other teams they do great. Like I heard that Gambindo had a good game with Nicaxa. I heard that um that he was having like a top class game and that they were already asking for that fool to come back. And it's like, bro, like obviously like when you play with a team like Nicaxa that doesn't have like title aspirations, like you're not gonna need like that um like that pressure on you, you know? And I hear it's like, well just just being like unknown to the league it's hard for for them to know yeah i mean but it, it doesn't make sense because okay because okay maybe they'll come to santos without pressure they end up being dope and then america takes them and they're still dope yeah but they're already adapted to the league after that that's the difference so what you're what, what you're saying is that um they when they come to Azul, they don't they're not allowed to they basically don't get the chance to grow because 
the pressure is immediately on and it never lets them adapt to the league because they're just second guessing their every move well pretty much i mean like if you look at our last players like that's what that's what it says you know carnero estrada who else who else who else am i missing um what other extranjero that we have carnero estrada um cambindo like there's count there's countless names the players that have just joined Cruz. oh the sarazo didn't even get to play and that flu just left but there's oh. just countless players that they just don't they're just not for us and they just aren't good and if you if you notice like when they come to cruz azul and then they leave like look at the teams they leave to though like they don't they don't leave to like oh like for say like an america or a tigres or a monterrey like they don't leave to those teams you know they they leave to these like third level tier teams well i mean there's a few like uh, mena I mean, I know Leon isn't the but Leon is a team that since they came back up, they've they've always competed at least you know in the finals. I think uh, you can never really count them out. You get me? They've somehow they've always had a competitive team. Maybe not the top four, but they've always had a competitive team. And you know, Mena's already won Coca Champions and and league with them. Um, no, but, but I'm saying like, but I'm saying like the players like that. They join like Liga Max and then they leave Liga Max, you know, like they don't really like stay, you know, like like Alex Castro, for example, or Seppellini. Like they they didn't stay, you know, like they they left and they left to like whack ass teams in South America. Well, because they were whack, bro. What do you mean? But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's you where stop like getting whack players. But that's what they're trying to stop. I mean that's why they try to get like uh, they went for a certain profile of players this this season, you know. Like as far as attack, they went for somebody that knew the league, that's been playing here for two years. You know, obviously people criticize it because oh, like every goal is like like he only scored four goals or something like that. But I mean, he scored against us. He scored against Chivas. Like what? Like. What 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 more do you do you do you want to see from him? You know, as far as uh, um, Toto Fernandez, obviously he he needs to show it with us. Obviously he needs to show it with us. But like, what more do you need to see? I need to see him score goals, bro. Not miss, not send him over the fucking net when he's right in front of there. Um, and all part and honestly, apart from that, he didn't do shit. He didn't do anything, bro. It's not like he had two or three chances or no, dude. He was a ghost and it worries me that also with one of the things i noticed is that they don't play with antuna as much not not to say that antuna had a, a good night and every every ball he did have he he capitalized on it no i think antuna had had one of his dumb nights and unfortunately it was only a little bit uh a little bit of balls that that got to him so the little that we did see was was bad stuff i'm sure they would have played with, with him more, the more chances that que le saliera una buena like he normally does. He could have got a PK in there or something like he normally does. Um, and it, it worries me that they don't play with him a lot when he was our most dangerous player last last season. It worries me that even as a joke, Anselmi thought to to start uh, Toro Fernandez over Sepulveda. Uh, Sepulveda scored nine goals last season and Toro only four. That, that, that tells you all you need to know. 
like why would you do that like who in their right mind does that and that's 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 i think that's that's what bugs the fans and i've said it before like if we had a shitty team i i would i would appreciate if the coach at the very least used the best that we do have like what we have is what we have Okay, if the directiva didn't want to soltar más dinero and that's what we got, okay, but use the best that you have. I mean, we have a limited team as it is, and he still uses the shitty players. So it doesn't make sense. Like, tell me, why would Ansemi start Toro over Sepulveda? Knowing Sepulveda, what he's done in the MX and what Toro has. No, just to answer your question, you know, um, to be honest, I feel like Ansemi knows that we have a limited squad. I feel that he knows that maybe playing with his best players, it's it's too much of a risk, especially like if um, we're getting into like, for example, like, oh, minute 70, like we're losing like 1-0, you know, we need a player of a different, like a switch, you know, we need a player of a different like uh, character. Like, I feel like Sepulveda is that, you know, that game changer, obviously like, um, I was looking at our bench and like apart from Sepulveda, like everybody's a youngster, you know, like um the only player that I think is like well well known is um Westcast. That's pretty much it. And a lot of people <laughs> also were saying like a, a lot of people were also saying like, oh, why didn't he play with Westcast? you know, like when Westcast was our um golden goose, you know? I disagree. I don't. I don't, I don't think Huescas is better than Rotondi. As a matter of fact, I don't think Huescas is, is better than Rivero, either. So I, I can see why you know he doesn't play with Huescas much. But I don't understand the Sepulveda deal. Um, and and with Faravelli, it, it, to be honest, it, it, to me it was like, dude, um, I would have taken out Faravelli at halftime and put in um, Gutierrez. I think he, he he could do just the same, just the same, and he probably is a a fresh pair of legs. They might, you know, I think they played they played too long with Toro. They played too long with Faravelli. I don't even know if Faravelli got subbed out. Did he? Did he eventually get subbed out? Hold up, I'm checking that for you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he did. He did. He did get subbed out. I think he did get subbed out for Alexis, but it was like. Um... Like minute 60, 70 ish around there. But what minute uh, did we start losing? 78. 78. So this was before this was before, yeah. This was before the um the goal the, the catastrophe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um what do you think about Kevin Mierda? Obviously, um I feel like it's good that we have a solid goalkeeper. You know, I felt that dude maybe those goals that Goody and Jurado were getting, like with Kevin Mier, like it's it's another story. Yeah, that first strike, um, you know, was really a a show of quality and reflex and, and obviously how how young he is that you know, he's got those reflexes because I think that would have gone in even on Corona, that shot, because I've seen them make a lot of, like that on Corona. I'm excited. Uh, like, uh, that goal that did go in, dude, I mean, it was fucking pegadito. It hit the fucking post. It was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Ke Kevin couldn't do anything about it. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited, dude, because I really think that 
um he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna save a lot of goals bro he's gonna save a lot of goals um and now it's up to it's up front bro where i'm worried about uh okay yeah pachuca scored on us but you know why does that mean we have to lose why does an error in the back mean we have to lose why haven't we scored why can't we why don't we got three fucking goals you get me who cares if pachuca made one as long as we make three um, that's what worries me that there was nothing up front. Uh, Charlie is a lot better than he was previous seasons. Um, uh, uh, but at the end of the day, he he really couldn't give it to anybody. I mean, like, I don't know, dude. I think Toro Toro's good. He needs to he needs to play with another with another striker or or play with Sepulveda. I don't know. I don't think Toro by himself can do anything, bro, to be honest. Hopefully he shuts me up. Hopefully Rotondi shuts me up. Hopefully Faravelli shuts me up. Hopefully Piove shuts me up. I really I I sincerely hope that they have a great tournament and and I hope that they score and assist every game because I want the team to win you know I want them to win and as much doubt as I had with these people coming in and wishing that it was someone else well now they're here now this is who we got so what's the point of wishing that it goes bad for them you get me because if it goes bad for them it goes bad for us so I, I I really hope that these people you know Rotondi didn't look too good I, I would have given him half time. All you need, would you think he was gonna magically play better second, the second half? He already played forty five minutes. He's gonna be more tired by the second half. I'm not saying he's gonna be exhausted. He's a professional athlete. Uh, they have condition, but obviously, you already played forty five minutes, um, and you didn't do much. Um, I would have put West Coast in starting second half. I would have put. Gutierrez didn't start in the second half. I would have put Sepulveda, Sepulveda in starting the second half. Um, it maybe would have changed something because they continued after the second half with the same exact shit they were doing at the end of the first half. Um, I don't know. Like I said, okay, boom. So this happened. There's there's areas that that obviously didn't didn't uh, pan out that didn't go our way. I'm curious as to what Anselmi's reaction is going to be to that. Is he going to say like, okay, this didn't work? Or, uh, well, obviously every rival is different. So I was hoping that he could switch it up depending on the rival in the sense that like, you get me, um, if, if something in the first half wasn't working, switch it up. It's obviously not working. It's obviously not working. Switch it up. Um, uh, uh, or is he going to be the type of coach to basically, you know, die on that hill? And he's going to say, no, this is how I play. This is how I want to play. And we're going to have to say ciao in La Jornada Ocho like everyone predicts. Because he doesn't want to switch on anyone because he's going to stick to his players and his. And, you know, he's not going to be able to be versatile and uh, change with however the game is uh, treating you. Um, so hopefully uh he can look back i just you know when you're a professional soccer player when you're a professional manager when you're your life this is your job so it's every day and it's not just hey we show up at 9 a.m uh run some laps kick the ball practice and you know all right everyone go home have a good day 
let's see what happens Sunday. I don't think it's like that. I think it's literally they they study they're they they have to study their games. They have to they have to watch videos of low oh, look, you know, and they have to watch videos of their rivals. They have to do this. So I I'm assuming on Sunday is gonna be like, look, you know, we had no shots, we had no chances. Um, am I gonna do the same shit that we couldn't create no fucking chances? Last game, am I, am I about to do the same fucking shit? I know. You get me? I'm hoping he changes. So I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. You get me? I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be like, oh, you know what? We weren't as as offensive as we would have liked. We we conceded one goal, which was an error. Um, and but at the end of the day, we didn't do anything up front. So that has to change because you can't win a game if you don't score. Um. Uh, uh, we can't depend on on tying or on Mied to keep it as a you know as a zero the whole time. Um, no, we have to depend on our on our midfield enough because to win soccer you need to score goals. And I want to see you know some real plays, some real, some real like you know shots on target, some real oportunidades claras de gol. Ya si los delanteros la fallan o lo que sea, pues ya es otro pedo. You know if if their dumbasses miss, um, that just shows that's on them. You know, Anselmi can't get on the fucking field and and score and tap it in for them. But if, if he's building or he's or he's constructing a a, a playing a, what would you call it like a a playing system that doesn't result in in oportunidades de gol, I, he's doing something wrong, dude. And I hate to go back to it, but. Uh, I think I, when Siwoldi was coaching the team, dude, they, they were two, three, four touches, and it was a, a chance of goal. And I love that. I know we don't have those those players anymore. We don't have Orelin. We don't have Romo. We don't have Cabecita. I get it. But, I mean, at least try with what you got. Something like that. I like, I've always liked defensive style. I like, you know, I, I like teams that are constantly trying to score. That's what, that's what I like to see. Yeah, but as far as like what I was seeing from the stats, like we're we're not that bad, you know. We had fifteen shots uh, on, on target. No, but not but, nah, on target. But we had fifteen shots on target. We only had two, so you that's where you see like we weren't clinical, you know. Like we didn't have that that push. But mm-hmm. as far as Rotoni and Antuna, I mean. Definitely, like the the system's just not working, you know. And I'm pretty sure, like Anselmi's gonna see that, and I think he's gonna be more flexible to switch. I felt like Joaquin Moreno, uh, what he what he had as a scheme, like is the only thing he ever learned, you know. Like that's the only thing he ever learned, and that's the only way that he was gonna succeed, and the only way that he thought that um, the club was gonna work, you know. And it didn't. And it didn't work. And till the very last game, like he died with his style, you know? And I feel like yeah. I'm saying it's a little bit more a little bit more flexible. I feel that when he sees that, hey, you know what, like this isn't gonna work, then he's gonna switch it up. But I don't I don't know, because it's kinda hard to to kind of pick out a squad when they have to pick uh seven X Narheros and they have eight, you know? So um, they could only have seven like foreigners on the field, mm-hmm. and it makes it a little bit harder because then it's like, well, I have to switch up my backline or I have to switch up like my forwards, you know. Like, and going a little bit back to what they were saying about um, Escobar, I guess like um, 
the reason why Escobar was going to get benched was because um, they wanted Rotondi to play, you know? And they kind of felt like Escobar was just that player that was he just wasn't it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I get that too. And and I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. Rotondi, Rotondi ha- has shown some good stuff. Um, but I mean, he didn't show it this game. Like I said, like everyone, everyone could mess up. You get me? And everyone could have a bad day. Rotondi could have been a beast in the preseason. He had a bad game. Okay. But that's where the coach needs to, to understand. Like, oh, hey, bro, you give me, I played Sunday League. I've, I've, I've been in charge of a team. You give me, you could see people and you're like, hey, you know, ese wey no está haciendo nada. Halftime comes, you switch him out. You know, because he's not on his game today. He might be a good player. He most he might, you know, six out of eight games he's gonna play good. And but when he when he's not on his day, you have to have the balls to be like, yo, ya es cambio. This isn't working. You're not they're not letting you in today. You get me? Uh, Pachuca's got you controlled. You're not what you can do for us, you're not gonna do it today. They're not gonna let you. They got you figured out. We need to switch. Or they could have, he could, why didn't he switch fucking Antuna and Rotondi Bandas? Or, well, actually, no, I don't think Rotondi's ever played on the, on the right, on the right side. But I know Antuna can do both. Um, they yeah. they could have subbed out Rotondi, though. They could have subbed out Rotondi and then threw um, Wescas on the, on the right and then had Antuna on the left, too. So, I mean, he, he, he had like options. You get me? Like, there was, there yeah. was ways to, there was ways to fix it. I think I think at the end of the day, um, I just hope that he can uh, he can be more confident in moving his pieces, like to not second guess himself, to not to don't overthink it. Hey, this guy isn't on his game, pa fuera. Nah, you know, like what's wrong with that? You want to win, right? It doesn't matter. You I mean you want to win? It doesn't matter if this is who you chose as a starter. Hey, you know what? He's not doing it right. Good thing I have this sub. Um, you know, I but you think, think that, that you think that the Escobar thing kind of like like makes him second doubt himself. Like he's like, fuck. Like I already ruled out like one of the captains. You know, like for example, like oh, he wants to sub out Rivero, who's like a second captain. He's the current yeah. captain right now. Then it's like, well, you're like. What, like, what are you trying to, like, what's your message at that? What, what I think is that, like, I go back to what I just said, that he needs to be confident. If he if he knows, if he thinks, like, yo, I can make this team play well, I don't care who I have to move, nobody's my favorite, um, you know, I don't have negocios with nobody, this is, I want to make a winning football team, or a football team, um, and that means subbing out people when they need to be subbed out. It doesn't matter if it's Rivero. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, if I think that this is going to help us play better right now, then make that sub. It doesn't matter what people think. And then at the end of the, at the end of the, uh, the final whistle, you're going to know the people that are going to know whether you were right or not. Uh, I think I'm more concerned about what do you think he, what kind of message does it does it tell you where the game ends and he doesn't stick around and he goes straight straight to the locker rooms, you know, and people are throwing beer at him? Like what what does that tell you? 
He didn't. He didn't stick around, wait for his players to come to him, go to the middle of the field, go talk to the ref. Or what does that tell you? Nah, to me, he's just like, um, like on to the next. You know, like this game's over. Um, obviously, like the fans there, they were obviously chanting Escobar. You know, like they were chanting their their frustration at the loss. You know, mm-hmm. but. I think he just kind of didn't want to like stick around to to hear that, you know, kind of like like damn, like like I threw out. Well, he didn't throw him out. Like the the reality is, Escobar decided that he didn't want to compete, and I feel that when somebody doesn't want to compete and thinks that um, he's just gonna be handed a uh, a starting position, like he's wrong, you know. Like he, it's not like that. Like I feel that the coach has a hundred percent responsibility on picking who he wants but um i just think he just didn't want to stick around for that you know he didn't want to get like exhibido as far as um like damn like i was wrong you know i feel like Mm. that's 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 how i see it but i could be wrong of course yeah i don't know i i i i I didn't like it because i think it just kind of shows you know it doesn't want to he doesn't want to face what he just what he's just at the end of the day happened on the field, it's gonna all come back to him. Like like in soccer, everything, every negative result is the coach's fault. And everyone knows that. Even if it's really not. I mean, he's not out on the field, but I mean he's the one the players that are on the field. He's the one that well, he's the first doing... one that gets blamed. Yeah, he's the one that exactly. gets blamed, you know? Like and then when the players don't work, it's it's his fault, you know? But when everything goes good, it's always about the player. And that's that's always it's always been like the player always gets praised when he's doing good, but when he's doing bad, it's the coach's fault, you know. Exactly. So, so I think that it was just kind of like, you know, he should have manned up and stuck around. He just he literally just he basically raced to the locker room, wanting you know to to back away from everything going on in the field, from the stadium, from the fans being mad, but. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm I'm worried that that's that's gonna he's not gonna take handle the pressure. You get me? I'm worried that he's gonna have negative results and he's gonna grow hateful of of the people of Kusasu, like the fans. You get me? Because they're gonna always be talking shit to him, and I don't know if he's not used to that. So we're gonna that's gonna be a real a real test of fire for him. In his career, um, you know, you can't, it's not the same coaching in Ecuador and, and then coaching a club like Cruz Azul. It's, it's not the same. I mean, there's, like you said, there's immediate pressure. There's, it's a huge team. It's a team whose actions get put under the magnifying glass, whether they be, you know, negative or not. Um, everything that happens in this club is is uh, food for the for the media. And so he's going to have to get used to it. He's going to have to work with it. Or I think that, you know, him has handled it pretty well. Um, I'm not going to speak on his accomplishments with the club, but I think he handled the, the prensa pretty well. And he was really confident. He didn't, he wasn't scared to say what he had to say. Um, and I hope on send me is like that. He talked a lot about what happened with Escobar. He had no problem um, doing that, he stood on he stood on a uh, on his beliefs, 
and he has his first loss and he wants to go hide in the locker room uh, i don't like that but we'll see we'll see we'll see what what, what time will tell yeah i mean like honestly like the thing about him is was that you know he he kind of like fought the press you know because the press was was fighting him and they were kind of like putting words in his mouth where he would say things that he didn't say you know but i i think just from the start just like from alonso to velasquez to anthony they're just on on the spotlight right now and any any wrong move is they're they're, they're gonna get criticized i think that um going into the second game versus bravos and juarez away um definitely it's gonna be gonna be a challenge i feel that um Anselmi needs to find solutions as subs. I feel like his subs were just not there. I feel like we need uh, we need another player. We need we need another player. I feel that we're like you mentioned um, in the chats. Like we're we're a little short. Um, we like you don't really realize it until like you actually look at our bench and then you see like damn like we're we're not we're not as um, as competitive as these other as these other teams you know like for mm -hmm. example like um like monterrey they have berterame on the bench they have aguirre on the bench america has like cabecita and like um brian rodriguez on the bench or sendejas or so it, it, it's hard to compete against like uh like those teams obviously i'm not saying that we can't compete but at the end of the day, it's it's a marathon, you know. It's a marathon, and I feel that we're we're just a little short. Yeah, definitely. Although, like I, you know, like I, I've I've said before, I think there is there is certain teams that that were able to be big teams even with not half that squad and not just win a game, but there was there's been champions of the league IMX that are that have a very a very uh, a very um, humble squad, uh, very. Uh, low budget compared to some of the these clubs and they just played better so i think it's just uh we gotta we gotta hope the system works in the end um and i mean it's because it, why do people break their their heads over 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 this why why do you want to find excuses and look for for reasons you know no look if you have only a starting squad no subs okay make sure you fucking kill it in the first half Make sure you kill it in the first seventy minutes when your when your when your starting squad can give their all. Kill them there. Don't wait until you're losing and you turn to your bench and you don't have shit. No, like don't don't give them room to breathe. Hop out on the field. Know that like boom, we gotta kill them right now. Um, and hold them off. I'm not saying que echarnos para atrás, but just just uh just make sure you get your your ball. Well, we your, saw we. We we saw a lot about that with uh, Tomas Boy. We saw that with Tena. We saw that with Joaquin Moreno. You, you know I mean, like we we saw a lot of that already. You know, even with even with uh, Juan Reynoso, we saw that. Remember where we would mm -hmm. uh, we would start off like um, those zero zero, and then we get scored uh -huh. on, and then we would try to like catch up, and we just couldn't. Yeah. Even with Potro, I think even with Diego Aguirre, like the same thing. You know, so I mean, it's like. Um, I just I just think we're too short. I just think we're too short, and I don't think that 
even if we we like per se we're winning one zero, like and we get to like minute eighty and we make a sub and that sub just fucks it up for us, like like then whose whose fault is it? Is it the is it the the coaches? Is it the director deportivo for not giving the coach uh uh a squad where a little bit more complete like like who's who's to blame for that you know yeah i mean i think uh at the end of the day like uh when we're talking to Cruz Azul and we're talking about this season um at the end of the day i think that it's um alonso's uh i'm uh, not alonso uh, anselmi's it's either going to be praise for him or you know uh hate for him Because I think whatever happens with this team this this season is entirely on him, for good or for bad. Um, you know this this team was built for him, so he should be able to give us results because because you know this is he built a team that he thinks can win, you know big things. Uh, I, I don't I don't know about alcanzar, but we cannot be in 15th place again. Um, But hey, my phone is dying, so let's go to predictions for for the next game, bro. Like, personally, um, if one thing that I hope happens with this Cruz Azul, at the very least, um, they need to come out against every rival like they're the bigger club. Like they 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 can't come out and act like they respect their their rival. Like you know, they that's our problem. Well, that's our problem. That's our problem. Every single rival, like we don't we don't slam them you know like we don't stomp on them we always get stomped and exactly what you're saying you know like we we respect every single rival and it shouldn't be like that we need no, to need like there's only there's only like one team that we all know who who has a little bit more more respect to you know like there's makes, there's make, the, there's only one more team yeah they make us a little nervous but fuck them yeah Yeah, no, yeah, definitely is what I'm saying. It's like they need to come out again. I, I, you know, I think that they came out pretty aggressive against Pachuca. Obviously, like I said, we lost. Well, you know, what does it, what does it matter? You know, but but yeah, they came out like they're the they're the important team in in this game. Um, and I think the possession showed it. The uh, the going forward showed it. Not giving Pachuca the ball and letting them kind of come and bully them. Um, so I expect the same against Juarez. I expect us to have most most of the possession. I expect us to, um, you know, win for sure. Uh, unfortunately, I don't see us winning by goleada. I think that, you know, 2-1, I'm, I'm going to keep it uh, like the Juan Reynosa era. Uh, just 1-0, bro. I think we're we're winning 1-0. A little bit more more humble. Uh, I know I fucked up and I said 4-0. Shout out, Andre. <laughs> Shout out, Andre. Um, but, yeah. Um, so I know your your battery's about to run out. So um, appreciate you, bro. Thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, bro. Follow and, uh, the I'm Insta at, at the Cruz Azul Analysis on Instagram, and then uh, you know the Twitter page. What is that? Azul Undercore Podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah, follow us and uh, shout out to everybody, all the people you know, all our friends, people who were on last time. Diana, Vic. Shout out to Eli, Jamie. Hopefully they'll have time one day to get back on and shout out to amy i know she wanted to come on i don't think she could make it today but but yeah bro so so glad glad you're back in the states and uh you know hopefully you you copped uh maybe a beanie a jersey out there or something nice to remember yeah i got a i got a little scarf and uh a, a little stuffed uh 
of the bunny or the wabbit but um yeah, oh, yeah. take, take uh, a picture bro like 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 <laughs> like the homie <laughs> oh i know what you're talking about i know yeah. what you're talking about <laughs> but anyways um shout out eli shout out um shout out raton jamie shout out bro uh shout out uh, d shout out bix uh shout out amy um, yeah it would have been cool for her to come on but uh, obviously um everybody's busy today so everybody got shit going on but Anyways, Next everybody time. got an invitation. Uh, whoever wants to come on, just hit us up. Um, sure. The more, the better, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, the man. Later. All right. Have a good night. night. Bye.